now from the Spinnaker Radio Studios. Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Gordon. All right, guys, we are back once again. Doc G Show. I am Doc G. With me is Justin, full of Filipino loving Evangelista. I love it. I love it. I told you I would have some nicknames. Look, these are all the nicknames I have yes, for you. I'm looking at him. He's the master of nicknames, guys. We're gonna we're gonna run down those nicknames every week. Exactly. You will have a new nickname, Justin. And then by the end of those weeks, we'll vote. Well, yeah, we'll oh, choose. We'll have the, the, the listeners vote. Well, yeah, we'll uh, let we'll let Claude, we'll let the listeners, everybody will decide. So yeah, this week's is. nickname for Justin, Justin, full of Filipino loving evangelista. I like it. I like it too. Okay. All right, uh, Justin, I gotta ask you. How high on your priorities do you put saving money? Well, I'm a college kid, so I'd say around nine, eight or nine. It's pretty high. It's pretty high, right? It's it's not too high on my list. Oh my god, what's wrong with you? I as the older I have gotten, it's which you're I'm balling. a young hip dude. I'm young, hip, I'm so hip. Yeah, uh he I have started to choose convenience mm, over genius. over price. So short Dude, you're a genius. Mm-hmm. Our good friend, Colby, Oh. the other day, he saw me with a uh, Life Water bottle. You know Life Water? Yes. Yeah, and he was like, oh, don't tell me, dude. That's the expensive stuff, man. <laughs> and at first, I didn't even know what he was talking about. I was like, come on. What? And he was like, the water, man. It's like $3 a, a bottle. Do you know that? I responded, you know what else it is? And he said, what? It's like, beside the cashier. And that was convenient. Oh, so I bought it. Oh, God. It was right there. And I said, thank you. I'll purchase this. You know why? <laughs> I walked into the store and I was like, where's water? There's some. And I didn't think twice about it. And I My purchased goodness. it. And he was like, You're oh. crazy. He was like, dude, if you break it down... That's like ten cents an ounce, and True. Zephyr Hills is like six cents an ounce. Ooh, I have Zephyr Hills right now. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Now I'm gonna have to go down the water aisle and with my abacus and do long division <laughs> every time I want to get some water. To make something abundantly clear, the only thing I care about is getting in and out of the store as fast as possible. You're crazy. Convenience. I don't want to do a sixth grade math problem every time I come into the store to find out what kind of true, water. True. Do you know how many times I've went into Target, saw that each one of the cashiers was full, and was just like, "Not today," and Not- turned back around <laughs> yes! and and ended that into that trip right there. Yeah. Whatever I was getting, I was like, you know what? Nope. Not happening. Not right now. In general, I can't handle most grocery stores. They're filled with anxiety and screaming children. True. I feel like half the time you go into a grocery store, it's like a daycare. And everyone that couldn't afford daycare was just like, we'll just leave our children in this grocery store. It'll be fine. 
and there's just wailing kids everywhere. Kids and then there's people weird. right behind you, and they're like pushing their carts near you, and you're just like, ah, I can't take it. You gotta get out. Nope. Have you ever been to Walmart late night? Ew. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. It's like a depression-filled trip right there. <laughs> you walk into the store. A depression-filled trip? Yeah, and the greeter's like 450 years old, roughly. Still there at midnight? She I've wants to sleep. You can tell they're just tired. True. There's distant, far-off cries of children that you don't know if they're like- accompanied by an adult. You're a little worried for them. There's a lone staff member sweeping up one aisle, like the last hallway of the sanitarium before he (laughs) leaves at night. And then there's one fluorescent bulb that's always flickering on and off above you. No matter where you go, it's always doing it. It's like a start to a modern-day Thomas Hardy novel. Have you, ever, have you ever read Thomas Hardy? No. Is, it, is he... He's really depressing. Wait, oh, what? It's really depressing. Jude the Obscure, Return of the Native, Mayor of Casterbridge. That was a movie. Have you ever seen Mayor of Casterbridge? No. Dude. They're depressing. Really? They're all depressing I'm stories. I'm going to watch it then. Okay, good. I'd I say don't. read them either. I got, I got sidetracked. Convenience is what I'm talking about. Convenience. I need convenience. But let me tell you one thing. What is it? You know what's convenient? Hmm. What? Entertainment on the Doc G Show. Ooh, I love these segues. Right? Just one idiot right into, right into the show. Are you ready to fire it up? I'm ready. Let's get there. All right, here we go. We're starting at the starting place, which is birthday soon. Woohoo! A lot of I'm famous. Ready. A lot of famous in April 19th. Birthdays. Okay. You want to know some? Hit James Franco. Whoa, James Franco. Yeah. Okay. Been in a lot of big movies. Yep. You know, one of my favorite characters is James Franco. Eileen from Spring Break. Oh. Aileen. Aileen. Sorry. Aileen. Yeah. Spring Break. He, he seems like he'd be from my high school. That really seems like a character from my high school it's right you. there. It, yeah, it is a little bit. <laughs> Maria Sharapova. Oh wow! Okay. Tell yeah. Us. Yeah. Uh, we used we actually tenth grade year of high school. One of the guys on my basketball team bought that, and before one of our games, we all sat there and watched her workout video. What? Yeah, just because he was like, "Dude, she's hot, and we're all gonna watch her." What the hell? And I was what? like, "This is weird, guys." But you stood in to watch it. Well, and we're a team. No. I can't abandon my team. You loved it. No, it was weird. He loved it. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> Suge Knight. Wow. You know Suge? Yes. Did you hear recently about what happened with him? What happened recently? Well, apparently he supposedly told, supposedly told that like about like uh, the murder of Tupac. Yeah. Like, who really killed Tupac? Who really killed Tupac? Like. First of all, it wasn't even supposed to be Tupac who died. Like, they were going after him, but Tupac was in the same car as him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I forgot the names, but it was like gang members. I feel like that's, I I feel like he's just trying to make publicity and money because he's on trial right now. He is on trial. He ran over a dude. Yeah, I saw Um, that. So, he's in a bit of trouble. But man, back in the day, in the 90s, Death Row Records. I know, you're a big fan. Huge fan. Tupac, Dre. Corrupt, Daz, you had everybody. Snoop, Four. of course. Uh, I almost didn't. I almost didn't yeah, say Snoop. I was, was waiting for, for Snoop. 
Anyways, let's get to this week's Sorry. actual birthday suit wear. It's so a good list. Yeah. Besides Suge Knight. It's going to get better. It's okay. going to get better. Uh, this week's, of course, first clue, not giving you much. Here it comes. Dang it. Our birthday suit wearer was born April 19th, 1979 in Los Angeles, California. 1979? Mm-hmm. In L.A. So he has to be 38. Coming up on 38. This is wow. the 38th birthday. Yes. Okay. Think about it. Think about it. Here it comes. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, where was it again? Sorry. L.A. L.A. Okay. L.A. Remember, our last L.A. was uh, Will I Am. Will I Am. Has nothing to no do relation. with Will I Am. Damn no. It. Okay. So we are moving on to rip from the headlines, Jebediah, if you please. And now the news. You know what's amazing about Jebediah? What says it the exact same way every time? It's almost like a recording. Yes. He's so consistent. Good job, Jebediah. <laughs> hey, Justin. Yes, sir. Do you like Dr. Pepper? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't drink pe- uh, Dr. Pepper anymore. I don't drink soda in general anymore, but I loved it when I was- Back uh, in the day. Back in the day. Back in your thieving youngin' days yeah. where you just- Every time I went to Wendy's. Yeah. Spicy nuggets, Dr. Pepper, fries. Man. And that's frosty. A he- that's a health fest right yeah, there. Yeah, it's pretty healthy. Claire Daniels likes Dr. Pepper. Claire Daniels? Yeah. Who the f- so much, she tweeted back in December saying she wished she had a Dr. Pepper fountain installed Ooh. in her house to save money on her favorite drink. You know what happened? What? Five months later, Dr. Pepper showed up at her Kansas house to install a six-foot-tall maroon-colored Dr. Pepper fountain in her front yard. Dang. Yeah. Apparently, Claire knocks back two to three cans of DP. A day. Okay, DP. <laughs> she she won't be able to actually drink from the outdoor fountain, but Dr. Pepper also gave her 1,200 cans of the soft drink for Interesting. free. Lindsay Loomer, the associate brand manager of Dr. Pepper, said, Hey, we're always monitoring social media to see what our fans are saying about us and how they're expressing their love for Dr. Pepper. First of all, I got to say, Loomer, she came off a little big brother-ish right there. <laughs> yeah. We're always watching. We're watching you. What are you doing? Oh, that's nice. We'll give you a fountain. You know, second thing uh, that I like about this. That roll so perfectly, <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> I know they were sitting around at Dr. Pepper. They had to have been like, hey, check out this tweet. Yeah. Man, she loves Dr. Pepper. Wait a second. Check and see if she's fat. You know they did that. Oh. You know, because if she was obese, no way they would have given her that fountain. Because the, the media outlet, as far as looking at it, wouldn't have yeah. came off nearly as, as well. If they would have found somebody that like looked like Chris Farley that was like, Hey, I love DP, they'd be like, Maybe Diet Dr. Pepper Fountain. DDP. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Double DP. DDP. Uh, moving on. Okay. Justin, have you uh, worried about drones taking over the world? A mm, little bit. Yeah, I have too. Don't worry. Why? We have an ally Who? against drones. Who is it? Pelicans. Wow, and we were just making fun of the That's New right. Orleans Pelicans. That's right. The other week, you wanted to get rid of them as a basketball Maybe team. Maybe they name. should just keep that name then. Yes! They're hardcore. They're on our side, guys. Exactly. They fight for us. A guy was on vacation in Jamaica. 
and he was up wow. to no good shenanigans <laughs> and monkey shines. Monkey shines. Yeah, that's a synonym for shenanigans. You're crazy. I actually looked it up. That's a fact. Monkey shines. Use it. In okay, your vocab. I'll try to. Yeah, uh, well, he was up to monkey shines. Okay. With his drone, just going around with it, supposedly filming Seven Mile Beach. Okay. The Pelican saw this, knew that he was up to no good with his drone, and knocked it out of the sky. All I can say is thank you, Pelican. Actually, thank if, you. if you watch this video, it really just seems like the Pelican just completely misses the drone, which oh, I don't yeah. know how because the drone's like this big. It's like the size of a Pelican, <laughs> and you see the Pelican just like coming into the scene just like, eh. ah, my airspace, just, buddy. Just crashes right into him. It's really bad. Was the pelican harmed? Uh, no. You see it sort of like lose control, but then go into the water and just sort of be like, "Okay, I'm all right. I'm okay." okay. You know. So but I'm guessing drone it's ain't. It's not. But he did get the film from it. But so now we know. If you're ever worried about drones taking over, train some pelicans. Pelicans are on our side. Guys. Get them there to knock it out of the sky. Uh, Justin, you're in college, correct? Yes. Is an Australian couple paying for your college tuition? No, a Filipino couple is. <laughs> mom and dad. It's interesting. Shoutouts to mom and dad. Woo! Thanks, guys. It's really helpful. Um, well, an Australian couple is paying for Kayla Shandera's oh. uh, tuition. Hmm. Apparently, uh, Kayla Shandera has been working freak. 80 hours a week. At Jeez. two restaurants to cover the cost of her schooling in Hawaii. That's crazy, man. A couple of weeks ago, she was waiting on a couple from Australia, and during the dinner, they asked about her life, and she uh, told them that she was in debt. I was like, that's an interesting thing just to bring. <laughs> hey, hey, how's everything going? Well, I'm in debt, and my <laughs> life sucks. Yeah. Here's your appetizer. Drowning in loan money and everything. It's horrible. But she, she, she brought it up, apparently, in a nice way. Okay. And she said afterwards the couple paid for their $200 tab. So I'm either guessing this was a really nice restaurant, oh, or yeah. they just ate a ton of food, one Probably, of the two. I don't know. Then they left a $400 tip. Nice. $400. Early in the meal, the couple had said where they were staying during their vacation. Okay. Which, again, you just offer that up. I don't know. This is I've never done either of these two things, being between yeah. a waiter <laughs> and, and an eater at the restaurant, being like, hey, you want to know where I'm at? I can tell you where I live. You don't want to know? <laughs> okay. Um, but apparently they told her, and she went to that hotel, and she wanted to thank them personally for their generosity. It's awesome. She comes back the next day. She finds out, finds a nice card from them. They say, hey, we're paying off your student loan debt, and no we're paying for the rest way. of your college. Ridiculous! Are you serious? Serious. I got to get into the... The tip game, man. The tip game. What's Just the biggest tip you've ever left for a meal? Left for a meal? Probably say... I'm, I'm, well, I said earlier in the show, saving was pretty high, so I'm pretty cheap to her, <laughs> but I'd say, I want to say $10. Okay. I did, I did leave a $10 tip before, but no, nowhere close to 20 or I, 15 I've, I've left a huge tip before. What? But it was, it was out of spite, not generosity. So this is what happened, right? What? Me and my friend, Rose Cuervo, we went to Rose a... Rose uh, Cuervo. Rose Cuervo, yeah. Oh, God. 
We went to a we went to my, one of my favorite pizza places in South Carolina. What? And when we first showed up, right, the mm-hmm. the, the hostess slash waitress, she was like, "Oh, I'll be with you in a second. And she turns around, and there's another waitress, like probably like eight feet away from us, and she's like, oh, "I can't deal with this table. Can you go ahead and deal with these two? And we what? could hear it. And I was like, oh, that makes me angry, Rose Cuervo. How about Rose you? Rose Cuervo. And he was like, yeah, man. And so we were like, what should we do to get back at this lady for saying she can't deal with us? Like, what's wrong with us? Right. You know? And so that I was like, you know what we'll do? Regardless of what the rest, or the, what regardless of what the other waitress does, we're gonna give her like the biggest tip ever. What? And so then, when she comes over and she's like, "Oh, I got a ton of money from this table," we'll be able to laugh and be like, "Oh, don't you wish you had that tip?" Well, you don't because you didn't take us. There it is. So we piled a whole bunch of money together, and we literally left her like sixty dollars or something like that on like a thirty dollar uh, uh, meal. And then Sweet. we watched from the bushes outside to see their reaction. First waitress nice. was totally upset about it. And we were like, yeah. What an idiot. Serves you right. Yeah, take that waitress at the at Doc G's favorite pizza place. Don't judge people, all right? Don't judge. Don't judge them. You never know. That's all we were saying. You remember her name? We no. Got, no. We got really excited, though. We thought about, like, fighting crime after that because we were like, man, we're just teaching people Don't lessons. Don't too excited. You know? Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Speaking of excitement. What's up? You know about my ongoing beef with these Generation Zebos, right? Oh, yeah. This guy hates them. <sighs> Generation Zebos. Man. Well, apparently, postbulletin.com. Post bulletin.com says they've got an idea what Zebos are all about. They know what they do. Okay. And apparently they say that Zebos are entrepreneurial yet pragmatic, hardworking, yet a little easily distracted with a streak of realism running realism. through their desire to make social impact. Later in the article, uh, Gene Meister a partner at Future Workplace, which is a human resource research firm in New York. Mm-hmm. She said, they are definitely more serious and mature entering the workforce than millennials. Hmm. You know what I have to say about that? What? <laughs> How's that for your serious and mature Zebos? Take that. Take that, Gene. Then David mm. Stillman chimed in. His two cents in the article saying, if everyone gets a trophy millennials reared by baby boomers during flush times, prioritize passion and teamwork, then Generation Z raised by independent Generation Xers during times of financial distress learn that you have to fight hard to win. (laughs) Interesting. You know who doesn't win an award for generational analysis, Justin? Who? David Stillman. How's that, Stillman? Your analysis won no award. In fact, it came in last place, and you lost. How's that yes, for your take analysis? Take that, Stillman and Gene. That's your analysis from two millennials. Yes! That's right, Generation Zebos. Those were bullets. Line in the sand. Actually, you're all right, guys. It's okay. I just felt I felt like they were judging us harshly. <laughs> us millennials. I can work hard. I don't think I deserve any trophies. Zero trophies I deserve. I know this. I don't want a trophy. Don't give me one. All right? Dang it. All right. 
It's time for Stop Faking the Funk. This is where I give two titles to news articles. One fake, one real. Justin guesses which one's fake, which one's real. Here comes the first one. Arizona police chief swears in drug-sniffing bearded dragon. Hmm. Wow. Here comes the second one. Indiana man's pet duck charged with three counts of burglary. <laughs> what the heck? Indiana man's pet duck. I don't know. I feel like... Hmm. Bearded Dragon does seem like a little bit of a reach for a title. I say, uh... Indiana man's pet duck is the real headline here. And then, uh, Bearded Dragon has to be fake. <laughs> You lost this time around. Dang it. You oh, lost. I should have been keeping it up with on Twitter. I made up ducks Dang that are charged it. with burglary. That sounded so good, though. I know, right? I, it took me a while to think of that one. Uh, apparently, Eero. Hmm? Eero. Eero. I-R-O-H. Wow. A bearded dragon that first name. came to the Avondale Police Department last April as part of a pilot program was officially sworn in Thursday by the chief and photos of the ceremony were posted on the Facebook page. Iro got or Eero got sworn in today, the post said. So apparently research was shown that reptiles possess a strong sense of smell, making their ability to detect certain illicit drugs possibly more accurate than canines, the department said last year. Please welcome Eero. Wow, we are investing all this time in German shepherds when we could have easily went with my my, my only thing is is they don't like what? they don't have a, a reaction the same as like dogs like dogs That's get all true. excited and are like oh like can bearded dragons do that because I, I just know. don't see them being like oh right here guys <laughs> this is the drugs but how like, ba would it be to see a guy it a would with a little leash, with a leash on him at the airport. Sniff away, Eero. Oh, yeah? You're not worried about your suitcase? Let's see about now. Bearded dragon. It's in here. Yeah, that's it, man. Those were the sounds of a bearded dragon. That was. My friend had one. They make little skitty noises when they're on, like, tile. Because, you know, they're they're, they're claws. Claws. Yeah. Yeah, so, that was Stop Faking the Funk. Guys, it's about time to take a musical break. Hmm. You know who we're going to hear from on this musical break? Who? We're going to hear from Hans Wenzel. Hans Wenzel. And the 86ers. What? Yeah. Group out of Charleston. We've had a lot of Charleston groups. I like these guys. a funky name. They're southern rock group, sort of a country rock group. Their new album, Lost and Lawless, is coming out in a few weeks. 5-5. That's when it's coming out. Oh, May 5th. May 5th. Pretty stoked about it, actually. Looks pretty awesome. Stoked. They're having, yeah, that's right. That's what young people say. What? Yeah. Millennials. Stoking? Not Zebos. They don't even know about that. Nothing. Anyways, they're having an official album release party May 5th at the Charleston Poorhouse. So Will if you're you looking... You're looking... Uh, maybe. If I can make time in my schedule. Okay. We'll see. We'll see if I can do it. Um, right now, we're going to hear... The song Last Train. It's a good jam. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. We'll be right back.
And we are back here on the Doc G Show. You are listening to Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP in Jacksonville, Florida, 95.5 FM. Wait, what? That was Hans Wenzel and the 86ers last train. I like that. I digged it. Yeah, it was pretty good. You said, sounds very familiar. You were yeah, like, man. That's like his Feels voice. like home. Where is that voice coming from, right? It's coming yeah. from Hans. Han Solo. Interesting name, too. I'm pretty sure he has a uh, guitar strap that actually does say Han Solo. I think Han I saw Solo. that in one of the pictures there. That's pretty raw. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Are you ready for the next birthday suit? Hit me with clue? it. Clue? Here it comes. Here it is. Our birthday suit wearer graduated from Crossroads Preparatory School in Santa Monica. Okay. They were then accepted to New York University, but decided not to go to college and pursue acting instead. Whoa. Our birthday suit wearer's first two film roles were in Desert Blue and Gossip. We got an actor on our hands. Mm-hmm. Notice, I haven't said gender. Yeah, I know. I've been tricky about that. You're crazy. Been tricky today about that. Any guesses? Do you perhaps love the movie Desert Blue or Gossip? I love the movie Desert Blue. <laughs> Just kidding. I've never watched it. I'm sorry, guys. Neither have I. Any listeners who are fans of Desert Blue? Yeah, if you're out there. Just kidding. (laughs) You don't suck. That was harsh. They are not. That's a lie. Please keep listening. Natural moment time. Are you ready? We haven't done a natural moment in a while. Let's let's hit the sounds. All right, here we go from Treehugger. Dot com. Nice, Treehugger. That would make sense for natural moment, right? They listed different animals and how these animals differ in their vision capabilities from humans Mm -hmm. just so we could appreciate just so we could have an appreciation of the natural environment and how these animals see they're pretty impressive are you ready yes snakes we're gonna start with snakes have two types of vision they have daytime vision and they have nighttime vision Mm mm-hmm Their daytime vision is based almost completely on motion. So that whole Jurassic Park, don't move while the T-Rex is looking at you, that works with snakes during the day. Also, it kind of worked with T-Rexes. Yeah. Almost. But that was based off a movie and not real T-Rexes. Based off a true story. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) I think that happened at one point in time, yeah. there was There was a park in the Caribbean... Wasn't it supposed to be in the Caribbean? Yeah, but yeah. no, I think they had one in Orlando. It's like off of, <laughs> off of Costa Rica, I think. I think so, somewhere. I think so. We're getting sidetracked. Anywho, daytime vision motion for snakes. Then nighttime vision based off of heat and ultraviolet light. Basically Sick. like nitro, uh, night vision goggles. Like a thermal. Now, the best, the best... Uh, Best snakes at this pit vipers because that's what their their pit the pit. vipers have an actual pit uh, organ that senses that at a very high level and they can see like outlines of animals extremely Whoa. well as cool. far as they're emitting heat. Very sure. impressive. Very impressive. Eagles, are you ready for eagles? Yes. Eagles have good enough sight that if they were humans and they were sitting at the top of a ten story building. They could see ants 
moving on the ground and pick out uh, individual ants 10 stories up. Say what? Or, Crazy. better yet, they could put a newspaper up at the end of a football field and be on the other end zone and read that newspaper. 100 yards. Not just the title, folks. I'm saying the, the newspaper articles. Impressive. That is pretty impressive. Insects. Insects have hundreds to thousands of lenses. Not just, you know, we got one. We got one lens. Mm-hmm. They got hundreds to thousands. And they stitch it all together to make a full picture of what they're seeing. I sort of wonder, like, what happens if, like, one of those goes out, if that ever happens. Just be a black, and they just, yeah, they just they, have a, one little black honeycomb in there and the whole structure. Bothering the crap out of me. Like, Damn it. What's going on right there? What's happening? That, <laughs> I need to know. Uh, and every night you just move just to see. Just as, okay, that's hey. it. Okay. All right, there it is. Anyways, uh, dragonflies have the most lenses 30,000 lenses in one eye. Grandma calls them snake doctors. Snake doctors. Wait, what? Snake doctors. Have you ever seen? Freak that means. It means a lot. Yes. Cats have two eyelids for extra protection, but the way they actually see, very similar to humans. It's actually often described as a human who's colorblind. Basically, how they describe it. The only difference is, is they have more peripheral vision. Instead of like the 180 we can see, yeah. they go 220. Holy. Yeah, so they get a little further back. They can Smokes. see people Imagine. creeping up on them. Then the last one, save the, I, I think one of the most interesting for last, geckos. Their eyesight, 350 times more sensitive to color than human oh. eyesight. So if you're trying to decide whether that's a purple or a blue, brown or a red, yeah. get a gecko. Dude, you're genius. They're really good at it. it? Might be tough to talk to them, but really good at determining colors. That's how they see at night, as opposed That's to cool. snakes with heat sensors. They're so good at de- determining color, they can see that at night. They have a multifocal optical system, but no eyelids. Whoa. So they have to keep their eyes clean by licking them. That's why they continuously. That's why yep. you like this. Yep. This one. Just imagine if you did that, if you had to do that. Can't One, you'd have trying. to have a much longer tongue. Two, yeah. it'd be really hard to take somebody seriously as they lick their eyes. Would you say? Yeah. yeah. Middle uh, class, just don't. Okay. Are you ready for sports? I'm ready. Always ready. That was the natural moment. Let's Nature. bring on sports. Sports. And as we talk about in sports, we talk about the NBA. That's what we talk about. And guess what? It's playoff time. We've already gone into playoffs. We've had games, games on games. But right now, what I need to do, we've talked about the names of these teams. Yes. And we've talked about how some of these names make no sense. Yeah, some of these names suck. Well, I'm going to go through the different names, the different playoff matchups for the first uh, series. For show. And I'm going to determine who's going to win these series based purely on their names. Nice. Yes! All right, so first off, the 1-8 and eight we got in uh, the East, Celtics versus Bulls. I think this is pretty clear, right? Who is it? You got the Bulls going. Exactly, right? Michael Jordan fan. The ceiling is the roof. Jordan! Jordan! Well, not only that, but I mean, 
it's names. A yeah. Celtic bull, a weird person. Irish descent person, <laughs> and and a bull. And a bull. It's intense. I mean, that's thing, two thousand pounds yeah. of wrecking muscle. It's over. Yeah, that Celtic. He's that he's done so. No, not no matter how determined he is. I guess he is. I mean, that's what they always associate with. I've never really researched it too much. Celtic. Yeah. Celtic Irishman. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) Bulls, they're out anyways. They got knocked out. Regardless of their number one seed, I don't care. Their their name isn't cool enough. Okay. Cavaliers, Pacers, two versus seven. Who do I got? I don't know. Who do you think's cooler? Come on. Okay, so Claude didn't like the Pacers. Yeah. So... But think about it. Cavaliers, Cav- Cavali- Pacers. Aren't, aren't they like warriors of some yeah, sort? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Cavaliers. Yeah. You got Cavaliers. No question. Yes! I don't like the Cavaliers that much if we're mm. asking honest opinion. But, you know, they're still a way cooler mascot. No way cooler name. Cool so choose the Cavaliers. Cavaliers. They're going to beat the Pacers. Obvious. Raptors versus Bucks. So now we got okay. the three and seven. Who am I going here? Raptors. Obviously. Freaking Buck? Sorry, Come Buck. On. You've got antlers. That's it. And I'm pretty sure you're. Uh, you got hooves. Herbivore. Yeah. You herbivore eat grass. Carnivore. Carnivore wins. You chew your curd. Say that's what? not impressive. Curd. Nobody thinks that's cool. All right. Raptors. They hunt in groups exactly. and they tic tac their claws on the top of 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 cafeteria trays. True that. We once again we're They're back smart. to Jurassic Park. They're yes! smart, okay. Very Based smart. On a true story. So Raptors yes! win. Wizards versus Hawks. Ooh, mm, well, it depends on what you like. There. If you're like a fan of the mythical and crazy, what are you thinking? This and this one you I had look, to think for a while. Okay, you look like a wizard, so <laughs> this guy has a wizard. Unfurl that hair now. Do it now. Hold on. What? He's a. You're a wizard, Ben. You're a wizard, Ben. Oh, it's yeah. a, It's out here. It's out here. Yes. Anyways. I'd say wizard. Wizard is correct. That's who I chose. Wizards are going to win. All right. Let's move over to the West. Uh, Warriors versus Trailblazers. One versus eight. Who do I have here? Trailblazers just someone that moves. Warriors are fighting. I would say Warrior. Obvious. Come on, Warriors. They're going to win easy there. All right, next, two versus seven, Spurs and Grizzlies. Who do I have here? You got the Grizzlies, of course. Obvious. Spur, cowboy boots? Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's so not tangible. What are we, I mean, a spur? A spur? How does that attack things? Nobody knows. Isn't it supposed to guide horses or something? Yeah, well, that's the thing you hit them with, right? Messed up, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Rockets versus Thunder. Now we have Ooh. the uh, six versus uh, six, uh, six versus three seed. Who do I have? Two harmful things. You know, you don't want to get struck by Thunder. Wait, you what? You don't want to get a rocket. Yeah. Blown through your. House. What do you what, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something. Something uh, not profane. Yes. Yeah. Um. I. I th- hmm. Thunder situational. You know, it only happens when it's raining. Rocket, you could use any time if you... Girl, like. come on! Rocket. Yeah. Nope. What? Wrong. Why? Thunder, man. Why? Thunder. You can't... You can't... Add, you know what keeps me up at night? What? Thunder. You... Not rockets. God. All right? I try to go to sleep. 
Oh, man. True. Totally ruined my sleep, right? Really? Yeah. You just sleep through it, you wuss. I can't. You're I'm a wuss. wuss. That's a fact. Baby. I am. Thunder wind. That's oh, it. All right. Here Shoot we go. Showdown of the suck names right here in the Let's four of the it. five. God. Clippers versus Jazz. <sighs> now, if you remember our top bad names, remember where those two fail, uh, fell. Jazz was at number one. No, Lakers. Lakers were, number were at one. number one. Then but two and two and uh, they were number two. Yeah. So who wins? I say uh, Clippers win. They do. They do. They win. Fast moving boat versus a music genre. Do Come it. on, a, guys. A music genre in a non-jazzy city. Not gonna win there. Storm and Mormons is still up for sale. So Utah, <laughs> exactly. So call me. So there you go, guys. We we done it. We told you he was gonna win the first uh, the first playoff series. <laughs> Bulls, Cap- that's a big upset. That's crazy. If Eight this versus a one right there. Boom. Cavaliers, nah. People were sort of expecting that one, anyways. Raptors, yeah, that one was up in the air. Uh, Wizards, again, up in the air. Up in the air. Warriors, that one makes sense. Grizzlies, huge upset right Very there. Very huge upset. Massive, my goodness. Uh, Thunder, uh, that's a pretty big upset there too, actually. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. Clippers, that yeah, that was up in the air as well. So there you go, guys. The 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 playoff wrap up from the Doc G Show. That's all you needed to know. Go betting odds. Use yeah. that and bet. betting odds right now. Right now. Don't bet. Don't bet. You don't Wait, have to bet. What? Um. Anyways, so we're gonna move on to one question. I like twenty one twice down. Um. Minus twenty. Ooh. Okay. I have it. Are you ready? So, as the listeners are are obviously aware, one question is where we bring in an imaginary guest and we ask them one question. What? So, do you know who our imaginary guest is today? Hmm. Yes, I do know. That's right. Our imaginary guest. Because he filled us in. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. We had to move the desk around. He's a tall guy. Big. He's big. So Dwight Howard is now in uh, the or with the Atlanta Hawks. Mm -hmm. He's he's deadlocked in a uh, showdown with the Wizards. I hate to inform him. him. Yeah, I hate to inform him. They're gonna lose. Just gonna so specto patronum them out the air. um, Imaginary Dwight Howard. Too bad to inform you. Your team's gonna lose. But suck. Wait, what? (laughs) Justin, (laughs) if you had. One question to ask Dwight Howard. What would that question okay. be? If you are on a boat with Kobe Bryant and James Harden and it was sinking, who would he throw off? Because I know he has a bad relationship with both of those mm, two. That's a good question. Right? He, you, you, know, you, know, you know the way he is. He'd just be like, ha, <laughs> ha, ah, right. dude, I, they're both all right. I don't... Yeah. And then he would devoid from but I think who do you think he would throw off I think he would throw off Kobe before James Harden that's a fact yeah dang because I I think legend status I think that that relationship was more volatile than the James Harden uh, relationship because the James Harden one it was just more like uh, whatever like I think there was more at stake when he was at the Lakers, and they were like, you better do good. You've got right. Steve Nash. You've got Kobe. Kobe you better dominate. And they didn't. 
meta. They were horrible. They, they were barely bad. made they it sucked. to the playoffs, God. and then they lost in the first round. So I remember that everyone hyped up that. Team. And they all and it all went on Dwight. That was where everything went. All yeah. like the blame. So yeah, I'm sorry about that imaginary guest. I can't believe they put all that pressure on you, man. Suck. Oh. So, man. Just stop kidding. stop throwing that around. He is gonna manhandle He's you. Over and killing me right now. Uh my question for what Dwight Howard. It? Here it is. Have you ever performed a lower body exercise Ooh. when you were in the weight room? Shots fired. No offense, but you look like a potato with toothpick legs. Like, have you seen? Had no one has ever fit that prison style body that Kevin Hart describes <laughs> more so than Dwight Howard. I mean, look at him. He's a huge upper Top body, heavy. and then these teen. I don't see how he can jump that high with those teeny little uh, legs. And you said I would get killed. He's gonna murder you. He would laugh that off. Are you kidding me? I'd laugh that off. If I were top-heavy like that, I'd be like, I am top-heavy. That's true. Yes! Got a big <laughs> upper body. I can't say anything about that. But seriously, That's like, he's, I wonder if he's ever wanted to, like, work on that. Nope. All right, no interest. Probably no interest. Probably. Anyways, let's move on to who cares or interesting point. Got it. These are some interesting points. They're sort of geared to playoffs. So okay. here we go. Who cares their interesting point? First one. In the original rules of basketball, there were two teams of nine as opposed to five. They modeled it after baseball. Then after several years, they changed it to the now five players on each team. Yeah, I did uh, I did, I did, did uh, read about that because I had to do a research on uh, James Naismith and stuff like that. Interesting point. It'd be interesting if they did keep it. Court would be crowded, but but, but since it, they didn't keep didn't, it, who cares? Who cares? Okay, who, who cares? cares? All right, here we go. Last year, a pivotal point in the NBA Finals was the suspension of Draymond Green. Some would say this cost them the series. The suspension was only for one game. The longest suspension in NBA history was given to none other than Ron Artest <laughs> for 73 regular season games and 13 playoff games Jeez. for a total of 86 Sick. games. Interesting pointer, who cares? <laughs> it's Ron. That is... Uh, that's interesting. It's really interesting. Six games? Why? Like, what happened? What was the reason? Malice at the Palace, man. Oh, that's right. Punching, punching fans in the face. That was crazy. Yeah, they went a little bananas there. That, that was, was an idiot. That, a beer that was a little bit, it was a little bit rough. That was pretty accurate, though. It hit him right in the chest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, I mean, 86 games might be a bit much. Interesting yeah. point, though, or who cares? I said interesting. Oh, you did? Yeah, I missed I it? Oh, man. I got to listen. Put on my listening God. ears. All right. The Sacramento Kings retired the number six okay. to honor their fans, the sixth man. Before you say interesting point or who cares, I'm sure all eight fans Wait, are really extreme of the gesture. We have fans in that area. Don't That's true. No, they're more in the Bay Area. They're yeah. probably... If it's Sacramento fans and you're loyal, I'm sorry. Jeez, they got rid of your Gordon. Boogie Cousins, first of all. Crazy. First of all, they got rid of Boogie they Cousins. They did get rid of Boogie Cousins. I don't know why they did. Yeah. For a biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. 
They, for what's his face? For Buddy, Buddy Heal. Buddy Heal. Next Curry. Maybe he'll turn out Ronda to be Ronda good. Ronda who knows? Said. We'll see. But um, interesting pointer. Who cares? Have they even retired any other players? I would say they have. Who? Because oh, I know in that D-Doc? series, uh, what's his face? The big oh, O, oh, Oscar, oh, yeah, Oscar Robertson. Robertson. That's in the. They weren't called the Sacramento Kings, but that's the same franchise. Same franchise. Yeah. So I no doubt that. his jersey is retired. Aside from that, I don't know. But you can't follow up the Big O's retirement with a retirement jersey fans. Come on, no one even does that. Jeez, who cares? Who cares? Okay, all right, okay. We'll kick you, Vivek oh. Ronadive and Vladivak. Watch out, that's a serious group there. I yeah. wouldn't want to kick I think them. Peja Stojakovic is there. He's a good shooter. <laughs> Don't shoot Facts. me. Facts. Facts. Don't shoot me. A lot of games in the playoffs go into overtime. Yeah. Did you know that the longest game in, in NBA history occurred January 6, 1951? The Indianapolis Olympians beat the Rochester Royals 75-73 to 73 in six overtimes. Six? Wow. Six. And it was only 75 to 73. That game what had happened? to have lasted like eight hours. You're like missing everything? I think in like the second overtime, I would have been like, all right, guys, I'm out of here. Everybody got tired. All right, that's enough of this. That's wild. 75, oh 73, longest game. That is that's interesting. Really interesting. There we go. Interesting. All right. Very interesting. Last one. Are you ready for this? Hit me. There are going to be a lot of technical fouls in these playoffs. You think so? The record for most technical fouls in a career is held by none other than Rasheed Wallace. Big Sheed. Don't lie. 317 technical fouls in his career. He went at it, man. You could tell. There'd be a little twinkle in his eye, and he was just like, I'm getting the technical Yeah, you did you ever see when he was on the Trailblazers and got a technical oh, yeah. just for staring at a ref? Yeah. That is the funniest video. He to also, do. he did the sort of the repeat of uh, Bill Ambeer when he did the uh, uh, They Won. He replied to everything that the reporter said. He said, They Won. And oh, he'd be yeah. like, What do you think about blah, 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 blah? They Won. Well, you know, Rasheed Wallace did the same thing in his post-press conference, except he said both teams played hard. Whenever they ask him about his technicals <laughs> and everything else, he'd just both say, Both teams played hard. Both teams played hard. What a guy. Classic. I love I love Sheed. They've actually She's got awesome. him. They got him on a, a little thing with uh, Kevin Garnett. Oh, Area 51? Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's sort of weird. Because if there were two guys two that I was heads. like, yeah. Two hotheads running a show. I was like, I feel like there's got to be fist fights that break out with like the producers in between Probably. takes. Yes! Anyways, that has been sports, guys. We are moving on to birthday suit. Here comes the third clue. Are you ready? Third. I'm going to try. This one, as I told you during the musical break, would give it away for me. I don't know yeah, about I know. you. I'm scared. I, I might lose this one, guys. I'm, this might be my first L. Here, well, Birthdays. you've got four clues. This is just I the know. third one. Just don't. Here we go. In 2000, our birthday suit wearer was married to Chris Robinson of the Black Crows, hmm. which somewhat mirrored her work life Dude. considering she was featured in the movie Almost famous as the uh, as the character Penny Lane. Oh my gosh! Hmm. Any ideas? 
I don't know. I feel like this is such a like an easy clue, and like every. I'll be honest. There's a little bit of a toss up for me, but yeah. I mean, I'm a pretty big fan of the movie Almost Famous. Almost Famous. I love that movie. Cameron Crowe, such a good movie about an up and coming uh, uh, band called uh, Fever Dog. No, wait, is that their name? No, it's not their name. I'll think of their name. Okay. But it's it's about them. Wow, Cameron Crowe. Yeah, Black Cameron Crowe. F- famous, famous uh, director Cameron Crowe. But Man, think about it. Hopefully, can't grasp the, I think I think the next one I'm gonna bring up her most most famous movie. And I think watch that me not it get away. it. Oh man, you're killing me here. We, I've only had one ever miss it. Eric missed. Uh, I forget who he missed. He missed. Oh, him. you were ta- You told me about it, James Dean, right? Yeah, James Dean. There you go. Well, we're gonna take a musical break while Justin scary. ponders this. Oh, scary. While the full of Filipino love and Justin. Yes. He thinks it. We're gonna hear from Hans, Chris, Dan, Zach, Matt, and Josh, better known as Hans Wenzel and the Eighty Sixers. This time, we're gonna hear "Dishes in the Sink." What? Keep it locked <laughs> here on the Doc G Show. And we are back on the Doc G Show. Once again, that was Hans and the fellas. And by fellas, I mean 86ers. Nice. With dishes in the sink. You guys, anybody listening in Charleston, go listen to them at a show, man. Maybe on the 5th of May, for instance. They've got their album release party. You should go check them out. True, true. They're pretty great, as you could hear by both of those songs. Fantastic. Yes! But we've got some business to attend to, Justin. What is it? The last birthday suit. Of course. Clue. Man. Now, let's recap. 1979, our birthday suit wearer was born in L.A., LA. went to private school, Crossroads, in Santa Monica, got accepted to New York University, but decided, hey, I want to act. I just got I got the acting bug. I gotta mm-hmm. I've got to get it out, you know. So she was in. Oh, I gave it away. She. Oh wait, I already no, said you already she was, did. I, that's right. You that's right. Did. It's wedding. I was about to say I gave it away. It's okay. Was, anyways, uh, so she decided that she was going to act. She was in two movies. The two movies were Desert Blue and Gossip. And then I said that she got married to Chris okay. Robinson, and was in the movie Almost Famous as yes. Penny Lane. So here it is. The last clue. <sighs> Hopefully I get it. Center, ah, center yourself. I'm Here scared. it is. And uh, perhaps her best known roles are with Matthew McConaughey in movies such as How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days okay. and Fool's Gold. Oh my gosh. 
It's freaking Kay Hudson. There it is. Dude. Wow. Kate Hudson. Sorry, guys. April nineteenth. Kate Hudson. Happy birthday to you, Kate Hudson. Yeah, happy birthday to her. I mean, she, I have to say, do you? yeah, I was about to say, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be. Uh, she's older than me, so I guess Who that's cares? not. Who cares? She's just she's, a number, she's hot. Gordon. She's hot. Yes! I'll go ahead and say it. I'll lay it on the line. Yeah, she's, she's hot. She's a hot. She's a Gold, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Who Goldie Hawn? Oh, really? You, yeah. You didn't know that? Well, no. They look almost exactly. I mean, like go back to Goldie Hawn in like the seventies. Look at anything of her like in the seventies. It's Kate Hudson. Wow. Like they look, they're 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 dead on, dead ring. Nice. Yeah, she considers Kurt Russell her dad, even though that's not her biological dad. She says Kurt Russell like basically raised her. Yeah. I would I would want Kurt Russell as my I biological mean, yeah, right? father too. Did you ever see Tombstone? Tombstone. Nailed nailed that movie. Tombstone. He's great in Tombstone. But Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. It is her birthday today. Day, give it up for her. one of my favorite roles that she was in is almost famous. I uh, love almost that movie. Famous. It's a really good movie, man. I gotta watch these. You should movies, check it man. out. You should check it Sorry out. Sorry, I'm missing out, guys. It's fine. You still got it. You didn't actually miss woo, it. Woo. So you got it. One day you'll get to that third clue. I won't ever. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got a little business to attend to in the big three. The big three league. Of course. Of course, right? The Big Big Three three. League. The Big Three League. So, I didn't even know this. A player coach slid into the league. Didn't even see him sliding. Player coach. Player coach. They're all labeled as player coaches, which I I, I want to address here in just a second. I thought you said the only player coaches were AI and Oakley. So, no, they're all listed as player coach. So, the one that I didn't realize, Gary Payton. Okay. The glove. The glove, guys. I used to have his shoes back in the day. Back in 98. That's right, Zebos. With the zipper. Generation Zebos. 98. Take that. I'm a millennial. Yeah. I had him back in 98. Back yeah. in middle school for yeah, take me. Take that over your, what is it? Your Vans. Yeah. Converse. And Jordans. Jordans. I had Jordans, well, Jordans too. Jordans are cool, but. You were already in retros. I was in the real deal. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, so all the coaches we got. We got Allen Iverson, Charles Oakley, Clyde Drexler, Dr. J, Rick Berry, Rick Mahorn, George Gervin, and Gary Payton. Now, the thing They're that I find... They're going to really play, those old guys? <laughs> the thing scared that, that someone's going to snap a hip. That's the thing leg. that I find interesting, right? Is that the age variance between these guys is 41 to 73. Allen Iverson is 41. To 70, who's 73? Rick Barry is 73. Sit down, Rick. He doesn't Just need to sit play. sit down. I mean, the only thing that he could possibly do is like them bring him in and be like, hit one of these four-pointers. Can't yeah, reach with the an basket. underhand. Okay, you can't do it. Get back out. That's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like 73. Like imagine Kenyon Martin going ham on Rick Barry in the paint. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine. He would that. get rocked. He would get rocked. Somebody, no offense. Now, I mean, you take Rick, you take Rick Barry back in the day, and he was hardcore. But this yeah. isn't. This isn't prime Barry. This is seventy three. This is seventy three Barry. Anywho, <laughs> and not seventy three the year. Seventy three years the old. Age. So, um, we've already got odds on who's going to win. Wow. Yeah. They've already put odds. Vegas has started putting odds on who's going to win. Who who we got? Who do you think is the the 
the winner right now that they have with the best odds to win. Can you can can you uh, remind me who's on the teams or? I can't remind you of who's on the teams. I mean, I, okay, all right, we'll we'll go through them real okay. quick here. We'll, and then we'll, we'll we'll hit the big three league, and then you can make your decision. All right, so show. if we look at our teams here, we have Three's Company. With Captain Allen Iverson, we have Killer Threes with Captain Chauncey Billups, Tri-State, Captain Jermaine O'Neal, Three-Headed Monsters, Captain Rashad Lewis, Trilogy, Captain Kenyon Martin, Ghostballers, Captain Mike Bibby, and Power, Captain Corey Maggetti. Who do you say? Best odds. I honestly, I think I remember uh, Rashad Lewis is with Jason Williams, right? Yes. I, like, I honestly like that team, and Jason Williams still balls. I don't know if anybody's keeps up but he has a few videos that are over a million views of him just killing it in pro-am leagues guess what Is vegas it? agrees with you what three-headed monsters no best, way. best option. i need to freaking do the lotto right after this and you know what i sort of agree with them and let I me like tell it. you if they if they team up because you know they haven't released all the uh, coaches yet yes if they team up with dr j by far they will be my choice Head, like head, head afar uh, above all the other teams. And Rashad Lewis is not even, what, two, three years removed from the Yeah, league. exactly. So that's something in him. That's going to – that dangerous team. Now, who do you think has the worst chances of winning out of those teams? I want to say it's that big man group with Kenyon. Kenyon Martin, now Harrington? Yeah. It's a good guess. Worst chances of winning, though, power team. Mobley Cold. and Maggetti aren't wow. getting any love. Oh my gosh, Maggetti and mm. Mobley might be must be livid. No love. I know they were trying to call out AI the other week. They were. They were. We'll see what happens, man. It's coming up real wow. soon. I mean, we only got two months before the start of the I'm season. Excited. It's gonna be good, guys. But Justin, you know what happened? What? A show, and it was a good one. A great show. It was a fantastic As show. We killed it. Yeah. Too bad we couldn't have Claude fly till I die late. No, Claude, man. We're Stuck in you, traffic man. for Easter. Um, he was coming back from his trip. Uh, long extended weekend there of, of Easter shenanigans and monkey shines. Yeah, he's so, looking for eggs. Can't wait. Can't wait until you Lame get joke, back sorry. next week, next Wednesday, Claude. We'll have you on again, man. Yes. But uh, until then, I am Doc G. With me has been Justin, full Say of it. Filipino loving. Evangelista. That's right. And until next time, guys, zip it up and zip it out.